one. There it is, ladies and gents. What up? This is another one of my favorite types of episodes. We get to talk marketing with another marketing person. So as passionate as I am, you're going to get to see the passion come out of somebody else. So let's do this. Let's hop onto the show. Shut up and sit down. Is your business in need of customers? Then you found the right show. Hernan Cias is the business bro, and he makes getting customers fun and easy. Watch, listen, and learn as each episode is designed to sell. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right, ladies and gents, who do we got on the show today? Let's find out. Woo! Well, you're a marketing company first and everything else second. That's what that's something that Gary Vee taught me, and it's something that today's guest is all about. So whether you're looking to grow your brand, get more clients, or build a network, today's guest can help you dominate your efforts. Like many people, the pandemic has reshaped his life and launched him into the digital world. Host of not one, but five podcasts, curator of the Real Business Connections Network, and owner of Balbert Marketing LLC, Let's welcome to the show, Ben. Ooh, all right, Ben. This yeah, is you, man. I mean, you do the shows, you do all kinds of stuff. Uh, not even two minutes in. What do you think of the show so far, dude? My show is not as fun as yours. High energy. I was just telling my roommate I'm about to be on business. brother love it all right man always always with this with the uh the main question that always kicks it off for us um why are you doing this because i want to know i want to know man i want to know why did you get into this space you could have jumped into anything else in the world why marketing Mm, um why marketing i feel like marketing chose me a lot of so i've been a question asker my whole life i was that kid that basically my parents would say because you because i said so because i said so and i'd be like ah, i'm not vibing with because i said so i want to learn more i want to do more i want to be better and one thing i love about marketing is we get to move the needle in businesses, move the needle in people's lives. And I have an opportunity as a marketer and a podcast host to continue asking those questions and get a lot better answers than because I said so. So I'm really passionate about it. It's something about, you know, it's two two pronged there for me, what your response was. And one of it is one of them is yes, helping people get more into their bottom line, right? Growing their customer base and growing their business. But the other part of it is watching the light bulbs go off, right? Like when you're mm-hmm. educating someone in in their business or in their marketing strategies and they all of a sudden see the light, they're like, oh, that's probably why that didn't work. Oh, I should try it this way. To me, those aha moments are super impactful, almost oftentimes more impactful than the dollar amounts. What do you think? I agree. I agree. Again, I tell people all the time, I ask questions for a living. I host podcasts. I have a marketing company. It's never square peg round hole. Every person's different. And I've found if you ask the right questions, a lot of times the person you're talking to, they already know the answer. They know what their problems are. They know what they need. And I don't want to be assumptive. I want to learn from them and see if my services, my expertise, my friendship, my connections, anyone in my network 
see if I can help them. And, and it's all through asking good questions and, and get into the bottom of, of exactly what the client needs. You know what I'm saying? When did you realize it was a, a question asking game? Because I mean, I've, I've met salespeople, I've talked to different people, type A personalities, people that want that center stage and want to have that conversation, but really their idea of a conversation is me talking the whole time. When mm -hmm. in reality, the best conversations you have with somebody are when you do nothing but ask questions. You ask and then you shut up and you listen. Like when, when did that click for you? Yeah. Um, so I started my marketing career in a call center and without disclosing too much information, it was like the Wolf of Wall Street, but ethical. So we weren't slinging products that were ripping people off, uh, but we were all about one call closes. We were all about cold calling. And at the end of the day, I've learned as a marketer, if you need to do one call closes, your product probably isn't that good if you need to be a hard closer to get it done. So in that role, I was working with a lot of Italians, a lot of fast talkers, a lot of people that like to do a lot of coke, to be honest with you. And they were heavy hitters and they were loud and they were throwing things, throwing footballs, hitting gongs. And I was the guy that they put me over in the corner because I didn't want to be distracted. And I'd be like, so why did you, why did you get into roofing? Like you could have chose everything. Like, is it a family thing? And I like, what, what, where are you trying to go in your business? Like, what are your goals? And I would have these conversations and I kid you not, brother, my sales manager said, Ben, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but just do it because you're, it doesn't make any sense to me, but you're putting numbers on the board and that's all that matters. And I realized that the fast talking, hard closers, they did well, but I had this weird, more like uh, backwards way of looking at things where high rapport building, it wasn't a rapport building like, hey, I like your dog, but getting to know the client, getting to know their needs and then in my pitch was, which was a third of the length of some of the, you know, other people's pitches, it would be completely centered around what they had taught me about themselves. So I was doing things differently. And I knew at that time that I was a little bit different. Long story short, I moved to another company and this company was like sales scripts, tie downs. Yes or no questions. Yes or no. You need to always know the answer. If they said no, you had three or four examples to challenge their no, to get them to the yes, then you would move to the next topic. And I was literally a failure at this business. I was terrible at it. And there were heavy hitters that were great at marketing and selling products, but not me because I was the question answer. I was a little more mellow. I was a little more like radio voice and chill. But that style didn't work with these sales scripts. So I'm not making an argument that the tie downs don't work. I'm not a fan or the high energy, hard pressure doesn't work. I'm not a huge fan, but I found my own personal style is listening, asking questions. You know, I listened to four episodes of Business Bros before I came on because I wanted to know a little bit more about your personality. And I wanted to know a little bit about what product you give to the audience. And I wanted to sit here and do a good job. So that's my philosophy. I hope it resonates with some people, but I know it's kicked ass for me. You uh, were sitting in an office, they stick you in a corner and your boss comes up to you and says, you know, I, I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing it. And uh, my buddy Joe Nicasio over here, he, he came mm. into my life and he had kept asking me a very similar question. And it's the question that I'm going to ask you. What do you do? 
So what was it that made you different? What is it that you do that separates you when you're asking these questions that customers just want to keep coming back? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like to say as my, you know, one liner, I don't like the crazy elevator pitch. I just tell people I ask questions for a living. Back then I was raw. I didn't really know what I was doing. Nowadays through hosting and being on being on over 50 podcasts, hosting over 200 podcasts, I've gotten just really good at understanding that I actually don't matter. Now, I'm talking because you're interviewing me and I want to provide value. But hearing myself talk, other than working through ideas and getting better at pitches and getting better at messaging, me talking means nothing. I need to figure out what they care about and what they do and what they want. And I might not be a good fit. I don't know, but I love to get to know them and uplift them. And I found they love to connect me. They ask me questions. If it's one-sided and they forget to ask me a question, we're probably not going to be a good fit in a partnership. Um, but it, it really is all about the other person. Um, and that's why you're a good podcast host, because you're high energy, you're a good listener, you're very smart, and you make your guests look good. And that's why you kick ass, bro. Thank you. Thank you. And it, it really comes down to asking the right questions, right? And it, and I, I learned this from uh, from a guest a very long time ago, and it said the best way to, to get to know somebody is, is to be more interested than interesting, right? So right. like, really want to capture what it is that you're looking for. Uh, and and Joe Nicasio is one of these uh, one of these coaches that really helped me answer some of these questions. And one of the things he says is it's really three things that you need to ask. You know, wh where are you today? Where do you want to go? And what's stopping you from getting there? Like if you can just get through, and and those are three simple questions. And there's more that go into that. Mm -hmm. But really, in that space, you're really getting to know your client. You're really getting to know what their problems, what their objections are. So that you can find a solution, right? I mean, that's really what it's coming down to. You're trying to identify problems and meet solutions. I, I mean, is it anything more complicated than that? No, you want to be problem solvers, not product pushers. It's that simple. I took that from Jeremy Miner. He's a great sales coach. But problem solvers, not product pushers. And, and it's really that simple. They're, it's not complicated and we don't have to make it more difficult than it is. Yeah, another one, uh, Steve Haru, for example, Victory good Selling. Good friend of mine, yeah, good friend oh of mine. Oh my gosh, another great guy. And it's funny because he's one of those who, uh, you know, he, he won't say it, I will. He'll bark at the uh, Wolf of Wall Street guy like, nah, that's not the kind of sales that I like to do, right? The great thing about Steve is he's very big on building relationships. Come and, and see what's going on in my life. Don't just slide into my DMs and try to sell me something. Like, actually build relationships for them. And I've had the honor and privilege of doing testimonials for his clients as well. And every time I talk to one of his clients, they all say the same thing, exactly what you're saying. He asks questions. He figures out what I'm, what problems I'm having. He guides me in the right direction. And that's where the real sales come in, right? So I'm going to ask you, when you started to shift your mindset from, well, from the type of selling that they were forcing you to do to the selling that you're doing now, how did it help you acquire your customers?
Customer acquisition. That was fun. That was fun. Before we get into that, I, I want to give a shout out to Steve Haru because it, it hasn't came out yet, but I just interviewed him for my show and I'm going to butcher this analogy, but he gave it and I think it just it reigns true in so many walks of life. But how many times are do you, are you supposed to brush your teeth a day on average? Two, at least two for like how long? And a minute, two minutes, minute, two minutes. So would you, who has better teeth? The guy that's brushing their teeth twice a day for a minute or two minutes, or the person that went to a br teeth brushing seminar and brushed their teeth for <laughs> 10 hours straight, clearly the guy who's doing it every day. And who's going to be a better business person? Who's going to acquire better clients? Who's going to run a better business and be more helpful? The person that's prospecting 20 minutes a day, reading 20 minutes a day, writing 20 minutes a day, or the person that I love Tony Robbins, but goes to a Tony Robbins seminar for eight hours, fist bumps real loud, and then leaves. I'm yeah. going to put my bets on the person that's putting on the work. And I forget what you asked because I wanted to bring up Steve Haru, but client acquisition isn't something that you just, you know, take eight hours to cold call people or put out one ad and throw a lot of money at it. It's something that you work on every single day. And even on the weekends and you're having fun with family, you're hiking, you're doing something fun, sports. You're doing that because it's making you better. It's You're working on yourself on a daily basis rather than trying to just load it all into one section and calling yourself done. Now you answered the question exactly right. I mean, that's really what it comes down to uh, for customer acquisition, especially when you're learning from people like Steve, it is about building the relationship, right? The sale will come, but it doesn't have to be always be closing. I prefer always be communicating, always mm. be, you know, doing something other than trying to close a deal because everybody loves to buy, but nobody loves to be sold, right? So as long as we're building a relationship with somebody, it, it, it works more than just the sale with that one person because that relationship means that that person knows who you are. They know what you do. They know the value that you bring. And when they're in a situation where they hear somebody else who needs help, they're also going to give you that business. So it, it works way better than just trying to close one sale and be done. And I think that's really where the power of your customer acquisition strategy comes from. It's building and developing those relationships. Am I right? Yeah. I use, uh, I use ABC always be connecting. That's my big word. Always be connecting. Um, a buddy of mine, he calls himself a chief dot connector. I love it. I want to steal it from him, but it's chief doc. It's CDC. So I, I don't know if I want to call myself a CDC, <laughs> but <Not> today. <laughs> <laughs> I am the real CDC, the real <laughs> chief dot connector. Um, not, not the stuff you see on TV. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. In today's world, you you'll get canceled for saying stuff like that. What are you misinformation all of a sudden? Let me check the stream and see if we've been shut down yet. Oh, damn it, it's over. <laughs> all right, man. So let's talk about this. Uh, in marketing, there are so many different things. We talked about the different problems that you solve, but let's be more specific about the problems that you solve. Hey, we've got a problem here. What is it that you solve for your customers? It depends on the problem my customer has. <laughs> Always, always. <laughs> there's there's two key two key areas I like to focus on. I like to focus on content marketing. I think that content is king. I think it doesn't matter if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, salesperson. You can be an accountant 
who it's your job to, to just do paperwork all day. But if you're creating content and you're putting yourself out there and you're, you're the accountant that's an influencer and a thought leader and always giving value, the moment someone gets sick, the moment you need to align with a charity, you have a brand and you have good standing and value and connections that you can get people to align with that charity with you. So mm -hmm. I love to focus on content. I love to focus on influencer marketing, thought leader marketing, um, but deeper than just, hey, I got a nice ass or I've got abs. Like, let's put value out. So one thing I focus on a lot with my clients is giving them first impression starter kits where we get in a, like a, a Zoom call or a call like this. They just pour their heart out. Heart out. I transcribe all the information. You could transcribe this podcast, for example, and turn that into three to six months worth of content. So empowering people to put out content without the stress, because that's that's the biggest issue, uh, creating the content. Just let me do it for you. And the other thing I do is the more holistic approach where it depends on a business's needs. There's so many topics we can take it. There's the SEO, the PPCs, the brand building, the website, the logo design. I call it one man marketing army where I've built a team of freelancers where they go to me and they get my phone number. They text me. I do have team members that help, but I'm their dude regardless. So there's the content approach or the holistic. So there's the done for you or there's the do it yourself. But it's really determining if I'm even a good fit for them. If they need something boutique, they can have me 24-7. Or if they want to go do it themselves, I'll give them the content to do it. Um, I'm starting to feel like I'm sounding like a sales pitch and I don't like it because at the end of the day, it's really just empowering business leaders to be successful. Um, I'm nothing but a bridge. There's that's money on the screen. Rain, my friend. There's that's money. How you make it rain. Dude, there's money on the screen. I'm nothing but a bridge to that money. And I'll be the first one to admit if it doesn't work, I take ownership of it. But I'm here to empower people to freaking work. Why do they call it work? Why do they call it work? Because it works, brother. Because <laughs> it works. So let's go. Ask another question. I'm on a tangent, man. Yeah, dude, I love it. You and I speak the same language, man. I, you know, um, Creating content has drastically changed my life. I mean, you are episode 904. In the last 904 episodes, how many I days? Have been able, it's been July will be four years. So wow, okay. we've been doing a podcast every single day and we've interviewed over 650 different entrepreneurs. That means that's a lot of pieces of content, not to mention all the individual little clips and stuff that we've created along the way. But what has that done for me? That has created, if you Googled my name, if you Googled Hernan Cias, right? You just hit that in Google, that's page after page after page of my mm -hmm. stuff that shows up. I control what people find about me. You Google the right. Business Bros podcast, same thing. It's just page after page after page. I control my own destiny. I've invested the time and the money into creating my own brand. And that's the power that you're, that you're talking about when you're creating content. It's not, you know, 
again, it's the brushing the teeth analogy. It's doing a little bit every single day and it adds up. It's a long tail effect that customers or that, that clients and businesses need to understand that the power of being online and having relevance, that is that comes with just a little bit of effort every day. And you're right. You could do it yourself. It's definitely mm-hmm. possible. Or you can just hire a professional to do it for you and take advantage of the time. You, you and I are offering very similar packages. So uh, as always, I always like to move on to our next type of thing, right? So yeah, who is this ideal business that we're talking about? Who is this person that can benefit from what we're doing? I am looking for qualities beyond the physical. Beyond the physical. So I don't like to define an ideal client as in like a, a specific kind of person other than i don't like to work with assholes i'm not gonna i'm not gonna it it is and and i'm not gonna get into the details here but i'm currently in kind of a a legal kind of shitty issue with a client right now and info aside just reminds me not to work with people unless there's mutual alignment now my ideal connection um, I've got a, a, a podcast network. We do lots of things. We we do interview shows. We do Five Minute Fridays, which is easy to implement business tips. Um, and Five Minute Fridays is completely collaborated. It's completely crowdsourced. So I'd love for you to do one. Uh, but ultimately, you can take a blog. You can take um, a presentation. And we turn it into a five to 10 minute audio clip for my network. So my ideal connection is anyone who's trying to move the needle in their industry, anyone who wants to collaborate and has an industry expertise, I want to meet you. I want to connect with you. I want to create content together. And then if I can offer marketing services, that's great. But when I collaborate with these awesome people that are moving needles, they know people that need my service. So I don't like to be like, I like white males 40 or blah. I don't care, man. I want people I can collaborate with and it's a little woo woo, but I just believe that I can attract the right client by working with the right people, by creating good content. And then you get into the the phase where you just have to ask good questions again and see if you're a good fit for one another. So if you're not an asshole, if you're not an asshole, if you're hungry, if you're driven, you're my ideal connection. And I might be a client for you or the other way around. And that's kind of how I look at things. Go ahead. I, I, I kept talking over you. Oh, no, no. It's perfect. It's perfect. And I, I think Joe also has it right here. Unconditional love minus putting up with BS equals happiness. And, yes. You know, I, think, I think it really comes down to living your life by design, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there are plenty of people out there. There are plenty of companies and marketing agencies just like ours out there. You just got to figure out who you jive with, right? And and part of that first conversation where you're asking the right questions, it's a two-way interview here, right? On the one hand, you're you the customer are figuring out if I'm the person you want to work with. On the other hand, I'm kind of doing the same thing. I'm figuring out, well, is this the kind of person I want to work with? Because at the end of the day, I want to wake up and enjoy what I do. And if I have to wake up and be like, oh, I don't want to pick up the phone and call that guy. Uh, that is not the customer I should be working with and vice versa, right? It's, it's got to work both ways. Living your life by design is so important so that you keep going and moving forward and you don't burn out. I think too many entrepreneurs burn out because they didn't choose their customers wisely. And it's the mm. entrepreneur's fault. 
right? If you don't like what you're doing every single day because of those customers, it was your fault because you took the money over the relationship that you needed to build in, in the first place. My own personal opinion. I don't know. What, what do you think? I agree. I couldn't agree more. I would say be empowered. I'd say the the two things. You nailed it. You're working with the wrong people. You're chasing the money. You're accepting the check, even though it's not a good fit. The other issue I see is you're afraid to sell yourself. You're afraid to market. You're worried about people judging you. And you are... So I, I come from the music industry. I wasn't like deep in the music industry, but music podcasts, promoting bands, booking bands. And the number one flaw I saw in the most creative, most talented, most intellectual, hardest working musicians ever is they wouldn't open their mouth and promote themselves. They wanted their music to speak for themselves. And it did, but it didn't speak through a, mic, a megaphone. And so you've got to work with the right people, but you also can't be afraid to put yourself out there and go get it. The amount of podcasts you guys put out, like you're going out there and get it. You've got awesome funnels. Every time I freaking get an email, I want to buy something from you because you're out there and getting it and you're not afraid to promote something good. And, and that's what I feel like everybody's got to do. You're 100% right. Speaking of that, I mean, even though you're right, it is building relationships. At the end of the day, you, it's still part of your sales process. Asking the right questions, putting the funnels together, all that is part of your sales process. So I'm asking you. What's your sales process like if people want to work with you? Ooh, the sales process. So the acquisition process. Oh, let's say I've, I'm, I'm a customer who wants to work with you, Ben. I, I really like what you're talking about. I jive with you. What's it like? Well, how do I get a hold of you? What's what's that process like? So I give out my Calendly calendar like it's hotcakes. Um, whew, I've actually started blocking off time so I can get some actual work done. Um, <laughs> but I, at the end of the day, I want to move the needle on a million lives, one conversation at a time. Um, the conversation is the start. I'm going to come in unassumptive. I'm probably going to do more research than I need to on your business. I want to know a little bit about a potential client, but then I'm going to take that information, be unassumptive and let you tell me. So there's not really a complicated sales process. I don't have just product A, B, and C. Um, being lean and being a small business, everything's negotiable. Um, so I'll custom, I'll custom um, proposals based on a specific person's needs. So my sales process is really just let's have a conversation. And even if you're not a good fit, whether it's the podcast or the blog or my connections or networking groups, you're going to leave that conversation with a follow-up step that's going to benefit you. I will introduce you to someone better than me. I'll introduce you to a networking group or I'll give you something actionable because you can't afford me. You're not there yet, this or that. I'll give you something actionable so you can go get it yourself. And then hopefully if the stars align, you'll come back later. So it's a conversation. I know that's not a process, uh, but again, brothers, no square peg round holes. It, it, it really has to do with whatever comes up in the moment.
Hey man, the process is different for everybody and the conversation is the beginning part of the process. And that's just the way it works, ladies and gents. Like I, like what Ben's talking about is 100% true. I can do anything from, you know, a couple hundred bucks and we'll create some one little quick video for you or we can spend a couple thousand dollars and start generating leads for you on a regular basis. So we really do have to sit down and figure out where are you? Where do you want to go and what's stopping you from getting there? And that re that requires a conversation. It also requires some education stuff. So um, I'm going to ask you, do you have anything that you're giving away for free? Any promos or trainings or anything like that? Me? I'm giving away free money. Okay, maybe not free money, but anything that uh, that, that is a value that people can, can get a hold of? Ooh, I wish that I set something up custom, but I wasn't expecting this question. I have something set up that I'm going to go fix. I'm going to go modify it real quick as soon as we uh, log off here. But if you go to Balbert Marketing, B as in Ben, Albert, Balbert Marketing, Albert as in Albert Einstein, but a little bit smarter, balbertmarketing.com slash secret. Balbertmarketing.com slash secret is where I've got some actionable tips um, based on presentations I give. And I have over 20 infographics. So you have an opportunity to see these infographics, their vetted sources, marketing tips, tricks, and stats. Um, so you can very quickly consume information that will inspire you uh, to start moving that needle in your marketing game. So balbertmarketing.com slash secret, and you'll find some tips there. Beyond that, you'll also find a Calendly link on that page as well. I think you won't be able to bu uh, book until March, but book a time with me. My time is free for you so we can have that first conversation. That's it, ladies and gents. And I, I got it. I, I, when I first popped it up on the screen, I didn't have the T in there, but it's balbertmarketing.com slash secret, right? Yes, sir. All right. Perfect. Dude, Ben, you rocked it today, my friend. Uh, you know, I, I always love to to come in and do a little pitch at the end, but I think we're we're pretty much doing the same type of thing. So let me see if I can give it a shot for you. Yeah. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. All right, ladies and gents, look, you're in business. And if you're in business, it means you're looking for more customers. And there are multiple ways to get you there. You need to first and foremost become a marketing company yourself. You need to create content. You need to put yourself out there. Think of the internet as the super highway, like you're cruising down the highway. And the, the company that wins is the one that has the most billboards. And every time you post on the internet, that is a billboard. So the more you show up, the more people see who you are, they'll start to recognize you. You build a brand, something that they trust because you show up every single day and you start to build relationships with your customers. And it's all about building relationships. And Ben wants to build a relationship with you. So I'm gonna pop it up on the screen right here. He's got a little secret for you, bellburtmarketing.com slash secret. Go schedule an appointment, start booking them in March. He's gonna fill up quick, but sit down, have a quick conversation. Let's figure out if you're a good fit. Let's figure out if we're ready to take your business to the next level and how we can help you do that. Albertmarketing.com slash secret. Albertmarketing.com slash secret. What do you think, Ben? I think show. How did I do? I think you did great. I think that your testimonial campaign's badass. I want to shout out Steve Haru at Victory Selling. Get your sales DNA. Get to know yourself. I saw the testimonials you did with Steve. The only thing I don't like is you didn't do one with me in it. Um, because what you guys do at Business Bros with your testimonials, with your content, with how much you give, brother, 
brother. It's all about you. So support business bros. You can go to that secret website. I don't really care. Just continue supporting the show because um, it's badass as hell, man. I love it. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, ladies and gents. That's it for today. Uh, you know, again, I haven't been feeling too hot last couple days. Tested COVID positive. But here I am bringing the energy anyways. Ben, thank you very much for coming on the show. You're showing the love every single time you talk to a client, and that's really what it's all about, building the relationships. Show up every single day. It doesn't take much effort to create content, but it does take a commitment for you to do it every single day. And I promise you, the results are worth it. You won't see a result in day one, maybe not day two, maybe not a month, but it adds up a little bit every time. And if you use the same analogy that Steve uses, that's how you get them pearly white shiny teeth. <laughs> Brian, Can I get an amen? Let me get an amen on that. Let me get an amen. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, we'll see you guys again, Manana. Peace, and we're out. Thanks for watching the Business Bros. If you're ready to get more clients and want to work with the Business Bro, visit our website, www.businessbros.biz, and click on the Need More Customers button, or learn how to generate more referrals with our video testimonial packages. Go to www.businessbros.biz and start getting more customers today.